Brian Johnson, what's up, man? Hey, hey, how you doing, Steve? I'm, you know, I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> we've we've had this conversation. Before. This is gonna be like deja vu. Um, <laughs> no, you know, I I think we're gonna go through this, and we're gonna end up talking about completely different things. So it's not even gonna matter, and everybody okay. else is just gonna miss out on all the stuff we said last time. If it helps, um, I don't remember what we talked about last time. <laughs> I uh so it won't be deja vu for you. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that are really confused, uh we did this once before and the the audio for whatever reason the audio quality was just like super not great. My volume was down a lot lower than Brian's and it just it it didn't sound good. So so what we've what we've decided to do is rather than uh put something up that sounds literally awful um or spend three times the amount of time it took to record it to fix the audio <laughs> oh there was no fixing it so my audio was so low compared to yours that to get yeah. the two of them to sound good at the right loudness level my audio had that awful like room hiss in the background and it couldn't oh it was like oh it was it was bad it was really bad yeah that that's no fun no no it's not so, I had a microphone I, I, I the microphone I had before this uh, it was a lot of podcasters were saying, "Oh yeah, this is a great, really inexpensive USB microphone." I can't remember what what it was. It's not sold anymore. But um, every time I plugged it in, I just get this very low ringing noise in the background the entire time that I used it. And it's like, oh. so and trying to edit that out of the recordings, it was next to impossible. Yeah, you don't you don't want to deal with that. You just you just get yourself a nicer microphone and all's right with the world. Yeah, this one's this one's been decent. Audio Technica, right? Yeah. You know, those guys are practically in my backyard. Um I used to drive by them every day when I would go to a client of mine. And I just I love that company. I, I try to buy their stuff whenever I can, but sometimes I get other things because you know me and shiny new toys, everyone. So, um, so, so Brian, I, I'm looking at the logo here on your, on your background and I, I like it. Go, go Zinta. What's it mean? Goes into. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, you know. Uh, goes into. So um, the short answer is we we mostly do software integration. So we take data from this system and make it goes into this system. Uh, the slightly longer story is that it came from my grandfather when I was a kid, and he would be working on fixing things and say, Brian, get me the goes into. And a lot of people have heard this in their own families or, or from people, and a lot of people haven't. But what what that goes into is it's the thing that goes into here. It's usually a bolt that goes into the hole or whatever. And um, you know, and spelled this way, the domain name was available, and that's an important <laughs> consideration these days when starting a company. So, um, but it, I do have a lot of people who who ask about it and and enjoy hearing the story. I. I love it, man. That that logo. I like the green and purple. Um, you know, you you did a great job with the branding. Did did you make the brand, or did you hire a, a company? How'd you do that? 
it was definitely a team effort here. Um, yeah, I think my wife helped with the name, although obviously the name came out of my history as well. Um, uh, we definitely had conversations internally with, with the staff that I took with us when we split off from my previous company and then, um, had, had somebody design the logo. So it's, it, it was a team effort. Okay. So goes into you, you don't, you don't make software at, well, you do, but yeah, goes into doesn't really sell the software. You've got, you've got software at its own websites because you've got well, two different, two different. I mean, I know yeah. it's, it's by goes into it's sold by goes into on the invoice. It's all good, but you know, you, yeah. you don't go to goes into.com to buy the software. And people might not even right. realize what goes into is, but if you use ConnectWise, you know what Mobius Connect is. That's the right. Right. I always yep. I, I hear Mobius, and for some reason, I start thinking of the Matrix, and I'm like, wait, no, that's Morpheus. <laughs> Neo. No, it's uh, yeah, and it it comes from we used to be my the previous company that I was part of that used to be an MSP was Mobius Works. Mm-hmm. And so it was the Mobius Works accounting integration for ConnectWise. Um, and so we've spun off and formed goes into uh, in 2018 and um, offered Mobius. So we renamed it to Mobius Connect so that we have a, a distinct brand for that software. Um, and then we also have another piece of software called Text, which is a texting integration for ConnectWise. Um, essentially, let you use text just like you use email in the email connector, and you get your messages on the ticket, um, and you can keep track of what's happening by text message and forward it to somebody else, and they get all the the all of the details and you don't have to have the person who, whose phone a customer is texting, never go on vacation <laughs> so that your customers don't get upset that they're not getting answered because it goes into manage. And that's, that's actually really cool, man, because um, what, what I'm hearing is, you know, you, you get a phone number and you can say, you can text this phone number all you want. We won't even get mad at you. And, and so th- yeah. They text it, it makes it it makes a ticket, and then I suspect that it makes some buttons so that way you can manage like am I gonna text this person, email this person, one yep. other, both kind of thing. Um I also suspect it would do the same with like any additional contacts you had to the email uh ticket. Yeah, um just like so in manage you already have the checkboxes for who you want to email, right? Right. So we add another pod. That's ConnectWise's term for it. We had another pod just like that for texting. And so you can say, oh, yeah, I want to send texts to this person and this person and this person or only this person and not that person. And and that adds them to the ticket. Um, when the customer, Obviously, when the customer texts in to create a ticket, they're automatically selected to receive responses by text. Um, and so you can have some people getting texts and some people getting email on the same ticket. Uh, now, or you can have, have everybody getting texts. Have you found that um, for the text, they typically make a whole new like um, email template or whatever you call it in ConnectWise, where this is this is the template that we use when sending out ticket emails, 
well, we would need a different template for text messages because you don't want to send them all of that extra no. stuff. Yeah, we don't we don't do templates at all because you want to keep text short. So we we just boil it down to um, just Whatever the message. You typed in the, the message. Um, yeah, that's, we send a. That's what I was going to suggest. Is I I would hope that people are smart enough to to make a template that just sends the message and nothing else. Yeah, and and we we do send um, a couple of text that, you know, give the customer or the user some context. So we send them a message saying, you know, this ticket has been opened or this ticket has been closed and things like that. And those are customizable. And then the rest of the conversation is just happening like a normal texting conversation. All right. So I I love the idea of text, man, especially because um, I, I'm the kind of guy who says, yeah, customer, go ahead and text me, you know, anytime, day or night. Okay. And then there's other MSPs that absolutely hate the idea of giving out a like a personal cell phone number. So this this kind of this makes everyone happy in my eyes. Um, I've been especially surprised, because, especially because if it's not in manage, it never happened, right? So now That's it's in manage, so it had to have happened. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've been surprised at how polarizing it is. Uh, yeah. MSPs either love it or hate it. It's like, no, I don't want my customers to text me. I don't care if it's going into manage. Text is bad. We we don't allow texting. No, well, this is bad. And then and so then others ridiculous. are like, wow, that's really cool. So hey, it's okay. You don't have to love it. <laughs> and and maybe maybe I just don't understand. But in my eyes, if it's going in a manage, who ca- I don't care if they're using Western Union with Morse code. As long as it's going in and out of manage and all I have to do is type it up, I don't care. You know, if I think we're adding happy, Western Union support next year. Yeah, well, that's good. Because yeah, that would that would be perfect. Um so yeah, I, I really, I really love the idea of text. It sounds like you make it really easy. Um, yeah. So any anything else? I mean, it's it's such a it's like a bold product, but it's so simple. Like I don't feel like we could sit here and talk about it for hours. It's like you can text, and it goes into manage, and when you reply, it goes out as a text. Like it doesn't get any yeah. easier than that. I mean, it's my product. I could talk about it for hours, but I don't think your listeners want to listen to that. So, and I, I don't, I don't like doing a lot of pushy sales anyway. It's you either love it or you don't. And if you love it, hey, it's there. So, and we try to make it easy for you. What What is pricing like on this? Do you, Do you charge per text per user per? What, how, yeah. To be to be honest, I haven't worked out how to price it best long term. So right now, so we're now charging while it's cheap guys. Yeah, right now we're charging fifty dollars a month flat rate, and that's it. You pay fifty dollars a month. Um, if you're in Canada, your dollars are worth a little bit less, so it's seventy five dollars. Um, okay. And we don't have support for other countries yet. Um, and um, you know, ultimately, that's going to change. I haven't figured out what that's going to look like or when. Um, when that changes, we do plan on honoring the existing price for our existing customers and re- maintaining that price. There will probably come a time where we say, okay, you know what? 
those people who are in at the $50 price don't get these new features unless they upgrade to the new pricing. But you get all the features that you always had at the price you always had. So we're honoring that commitment that we made to you um, because it's it's the fair thing to do. You know, we, we don't want to be one of these companies that comes in and says, surprise, double the price for the same product because um, we need more money now. <laughs> well, and I, I think that is appreciative um, by a lot of MSPs. I'm sure there's going to be some that get pissed off because, well, why don't you give me all the all the updates because I mean, I've been here so long. Like I've, I've supported you since the beginning. Right. And and I think the fair answer is you've supported me since the beginning, like these features. And I'm sorry, Brian, but what on earth could you possibly add to text message connect wise? What kind of features are you going to add that makes me need to spend double? Um, with, with texting, I mean, there, there is a limited, a limited amount of, of growth that we can do on, you know, the value of the product, I think. Um, we're priced low because, you know, it's, I, I feel like there's only so much I can charge for a, it's, it's a feature just to, to a certain effect, effect, it's a feature, not a product, right? It's an additional sure. feature for ConnectWise Manage. Um, that's, that's fair. And, but and we are, this- we are. Uh, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. We uh, we are adding things to it to make it more valuable to you. So one of the the things that is going to be next in line is um when a contact doesn't have their cell phone number in manage, um we're going to automatically do an email verification with that person and add them to add their phone number to the contact for you. So you don't have to do it manually and probably do it in an insecure way. Hey, who's this? Oh, this is Joe. Okay. I'm going to add you to the Joe contact and we're just going to trust that it's Joe. Um, so we're, we're doing that to be easier to use and more secure. How often do you get to say that? Um, and then long-term, I, I don't expect this to say, stay just a texting product. And that's when we'll have more value where we can charge hopefully twice as much and, and more because it, it is an expense in an inexpensive product. Um, there's cost behind it with the phone charges and uh, to, to make it really profitable for us, we're going to have to make it do more so that we can justify a, a much higher price. Um, so we can continue to stay in business and continue to support you guys. I love it. All right. So the texting thing, I mean, that's, that's easy. Um, if you use manage now, someday you might add like auto task or Kaseya, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's also something that gets bounced around. We seem, we don't seem to hear from Kaseya users very often about ticks, but we hear from a lot of auto task users who want it. Um, certainly if you want either reach out to us, add your name to the list so we can one, let you know when it's available. We're not going to send you a bunch of spam, but we just want to be able to let you know, but all two, so that, we know how much interest there is, so it that's when it makes it worth us doing the work to make it happen, right? I think if how, how okay, so let me ask you this: How many Autotask users being interested would it take? <laughs> I know that's a, a tough question, but you know, when, when companies say things like, oh, well, we just, you know, we're not sure if it makes sense for us. To, so, so what does it take? What does it take for us 
to to let you know we're serious and we Autotask users want this. Yeah. Um, certainly, I think, you know, it's all a judgment call anyway. I know there's interest out there. It's a matter of, it, I, I expect it's going to happen. It's a question of when. So if I have 10 people interested in it, if I ha- versus 75 people interested in it, um, if I have 75, it's going to get done a lot sooner than if I have 10. Okay. So if, if I, if I said, you know what, Brian, I've got a hundred auto task users interested in text. What kind of time frame are we talking about? If you had a hundred users that were willing to sign up right away, if I had it on Autotask, um, I'd make sure that it happened within the next six months. Okay. You heard it here, guys. So how do they let you know? You said to reach out. Yep. Uh, we have a contact form on our website, tixt.us, T-I-X-T dot U-S. Um, just send a, send a note on a contact form. Feel free to send any questions you have. Um, any ideas too? I'm, I'm, I'm always interested in getting feedback on what we're doing from, from the community. Great. So for those of you that are Autotask users or, you know, Kaseya or, or another PSA that supports, um, APIs and, and, you know, this type of integration, then please hop on that form. Let Brian and his team know because they don't know what to develop unless you guys let them know. Right. I mean, absolutely. And, and, um, <clears throat> to that end, you know, I've already said I want ticks to be more things than just texting. I have plenty of ideas along those lines on how we can make communication easier and make communication better for your customers. But um, I, I'm always open to hearing what your communication struggles are because that'll inform inform my ideas going forward. You know, the one thing that I really like about this other product it remind it, it rhymes with uh den lesk uh <laughs> so yep. um no zendesk everyone knows zendesk they're they're great yeah. product uh but they're not really for msps right but the right. one thing that they have that i really love is they've got like all forms of communications kind of buttoned up right so they've got email i believe they've got text I know they've got telephony. So people, okay. when, if you use Zendesk for the phone service, it will actually like record the call and attach it to the ticket. And if that's something that you want today uh, and you're a ConnectWise or Autotask user, maybe Kaseya, don't remember, talk to Bvoip. Um, those those guys are, are great. George over at Bvoip was on uh, earlier in the podcast, maybe episode three or four. I, I'm, I'm guessing, but, um, today they've got an integration between the three CX phone system and your PSA. And then they've even got integrations for like your customers with, you know, Salesforce and and other things. Right. Hmm. So that, that exists today. Anyway, back to, back to you, Brian, cause you're, you're the star oh. today. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, tele- telephony they've got at Zendesk. Um, we mentioned texting. We mentioned email. They've also got like Facebook Messenger. Right. Which is uh, really neat, in my opinion. Right. 
And then they've got the website chat. Now, I feel like chat would be a silly thing to work on just because ConnectWise has their chat module. Not that, not that chat would be unnecessary. I just feel like, you know, ConnectWise has it. People love it. I don't know what the pricing is for the ConnectWise chat. So if you were able to add chat for like a website chat, Whereas I think the ConnectWise chat is, is that a website chat or is that a, we've installed it on your computer chat? To be honest, I'm not familiar with it. Um, okay. I, ha- I haven't looked into that one yet, but chat is, chat is one, one that we've gotten at, uh, when we've gone to conferences from a lot of the international MSP community was asking for WhatsApp support because Ooh. a lot of other countries, they WhatsApp a lot more than they text. Um, that's, so that, that's a potential yeah. one. Um, another another thing is just uh, there's a lot of room for improvement in the email connector in Manage, and I could see potential for us to just do a better email connector that solves a lot of the headaches that people have with it. I feel like um, them's fighting words. No, I mean. <laughs> Uh, 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 you've seen our tagline. Our tagline is all software sucks with the implied even hours. And we're just trying to make it suck less. And, you know, uh, that part of that's a recognition that we should never rest on our laurels and always work to improve what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's seeing what else is out there and where's there room for improvement that we can help. I mean, I don't, you know, with Mobius Connect, we've worked with ConnectWise for almost 10 years now, um, building those products. Um, we, we work with ConnectWise and I, you know, I don't think they, it's not like they're going to be unhappy that we have ticks out there because it makes their product more valuable. If we do the email connector better and people buy it from us because they see enough value in there, ConnectWise isn't going to be upset about that. They're going to be happy that they're, their customers have a way of getting a more functional email connector that when that isn't their top priority for development, because they have a big product where they have to do a lot of development on a lot of pieces of it, and they're not going to get everything perfect. So no, it's not fighting words. It's just, there's room for improvement there. And I see that as a potential place where we could offer value for MSPs in a way that, um, in a way that we can we can make some money on it, and but also you know I mean our whole, whole thing is where can we make things better, and then sure. the money will come. <laughs> that's that's fair. All right, so you brought up Mobius Connect. Oh, one more question I have about text, and then I do want to talk about Mobius Connect for a little bit. So okay. text, um, right now it's it's fifty dollars a month, but I mean. SMS has costs. Yes. Those costs are for you or are they passed on to the company? No, right now we're, we're rolling that into the $50 a month so far. Um, I'm, I'm dreading the day where we get a really large MSP who's like, Oh yeah, $50 a month. And I can send a million text messages a month. And, uh, that's, that's going to suck. Um, and so I, I do need to, uh, put some limits on there at some point, and those limits will be um, 
those those limits will be something where most users don't hit the limits and then and then after that it's metered or something like that but so right now you don't have anyone that's putting you in the red no what do you are you able to tell me like what's the most texts a single company has sent in a month um no i don't have that number off the top okay. of my head i just you know figured i'd ask so yeah. Um, if you could go ahead and make one up, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> like re- realistically, I I do you know what your cost per text is? Yeah, it's it's around a penny. Oh, okay. I w- I mean, I I actually thought it was lower. So a penny that makes it easier. The math, you know. So yeah. Um. All right, so a hundred yeah, so texts is fifty thousand. Yeah, hundred text a messages is a dollar. Yeah. So fifty hundred, five thousand text messages is the. I'm not even going to say break even because you've got other costs associated with this. Right. So if somebody hits five thousand a month, you are already at a loss. So yeah. you're probably closer to like fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred, realistically, as a yep. maybe a break even. Yep. So I would say five hundred to a thousand is a reasonable. Yeah. But, but you know that's really, it's not going to be the main way people reach out. Typically, you know, it's still going to be phone and email. This is just that that bonus for the for the millennials that love to text. Right. So, you know, it might get used more as we go. Uh, you know, um, every, everybody says, Oh yeah, it's for the millennials. But then we talk to our customers that use it and they're not talking age groups. They're talking business roles, um, uh, realtors, lawyers, people who are always on the go. Um, they don't want to email. They want to text, we, especially, you know, they have an urgent, issue happening on their computer. They want to get a text message so that they see it while they're on the go because they've got all kinds of crap in their email and they don't want to have to pull out their ticket emails out of that mess. Okay. So let's talk about Mobius Connect. Sure. Now, now Mobius Connect is uh, a little more complex. Just a, just a skosh. <laughs> more complex than text. Mobius Connect is uh, the accounting connector for ConnectWise. And again, if if there are those of you that desperately want Mobius Connect for Autotask, Kaseya, I'm sure there's a form on the Mobius <laughs> Connect website. And I suspect maybe 100 people might be the magic number for that too. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, yeah, 100 people. If you desperately want it, fill out a form. It takes you less than five minutes. If you want it that bad, you'll do it. So, <laughs> but let's let's get to the what it is before we tell them they want it, right? So, this, uh, is, nah. an, this is an accounting <laughs> connector for ConnectWise. Now, I got to say, your product, Mobius Connect, really grinds my gears, Brian. <laughs> you know what really grinds okay. my gears? Uh, and the best part on. about everything that just happened there is my wife and I went as Peter and Lois for Halloween like a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so no, really, you know what really grinds my gears 
is a company <laughs> that that makes a fantastic PSA, arguably the best. Right? Some people would say it's Autodesk. Some people would say it's ConnectWise. Some people would say neither of them is the best. You should use Notepad. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's all opinion. You know, opinions are alike. So, um, I digress. It's okay. ConnectWise. They've got this fantastic product, and if it's not in ConnectWise, it never happened. So, it does everything, literally everything. It it tracks your expenses. It tracks your billable, everything, right? I think it even <laughs> does, like, expense sheets for the employees that spend personal money and need to get reimbursed. So, we, Mobius Connect handles those, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it does. So with something that is so important to a business, yep. why wouldn't they make a freaking connector for all of the tools that people use today? They've got QuickBooks for desktop, but not QuickBooks online. Yep. Um, they, they did. To be fair, they did. And it's called Mobius Connect. <laughs> um, you know, again, ConnectWise is, is a big product. I mean, we could certainly spend the whole day complaining about things that we don't like that ConnectWise does, um, either as a product or as a company, because they're a big company and they're, they're not going to get everything right. Um, but I'm not here to beat up on ConnectWise. They also do have one of the leading, um, PSAs for a reason, because it is a very big, very complete product and, and can meet most people's needs. Um, but they, it doesn't, it doesn't do everything. And, um, when they saw a big demand for, um, other accounting systems, they decided, um, for whatever reasons, not to build those things out in house. And they, uh, subsidize the development of Mobius Connect to get that out there. And, and the first version was for Peachtree and it was in, uh, 2012. And, and that started Mobius Connect. And so, um, we still have the Peachtree, now Sage 50 integration. And we have, uh, since then we built the QuickBooks Online integration and Microsoft Dynamics Nav and Dynamics SL. I, there's, I think there's seven of them total. Um, and QuickBooks Online by, is by far the biggest. Um, and so they, they were all entirely sold directly by ConnectWise, uh, supported by ConnectWise and um, we just kind of, we did the coding and we kept them running and so forth. Um, as time has gone on, uh, that relationship has evolved and we're now offering the QuickBooks online integration directly to people with our own support. Um, and, uh, we're, we're hoping to be able to offer something similar with the other accounting systems that we support, um, in the not too distant future. Um, and what that does is that gives us, you know, uh, we're billing it at a higher rate than ConnectWise has traditionally built it at, but that gives us the revenue and the incentive to improve the product ourselves and make it a product that stands on its own. Um, for, for a company the size of ConnectWise, 
QuickBooks Online integration is one feature among many, and they need to have it as a, yes, we support that to sell their product. Um, but if I don't think the accounting integration is ever going to be the feature that they're like, well, that's the one that we strategically need to, to improve to get MSPs to want our product more. You know, that's not where they should be focusing. Maybe it is. (laughs) They they should be focusing on how the ticket workflow works and, and, you know, all of those other core business things. And the accounting integration kind of should be a side story, even though it's an important thing. It's not the most important part of their product. And, um, so that leaves a space for companies like ours. Um, we're not the only one out there. Uh, but we are the best, <laughs> and um, I like and I and I, I don't think it's I I don't think it's a bad thing for um for the MSP community, and I I do understand the frustration on the other side. Well, I spent all this money on Connectwise, and now I have to buy you know Mobius to do my accounting. If I want texting, I have to do text. If I want surveys, I have to buy something like Kruhu. Um, you know, there's all of these these add-on products, for, but you know, ConnectWise is never going to build all of those things themselves. Um, so we're here to to complete the picture, I guess. You're right; they won't build all of them thing those things themselves, but they will acquire all of the companies that build those things. Hmm. So, is is that something you? Uh, you're you're trying to do, Brian? Are you going for acquisition? I'm I'm not looking to be acquired. Um, I I would like this business to be my forever business. Um, if Connectwise gave me an offer, I couldn't refuse on uh, one of those products. Then I would be more agreeable to selling the product. Mm. Um, I would look to keep the company and then see what we could build next to make good software for people. Really cool, man. All right. So has, has goes into always been like a connect wise integrator. Yeah. I mean, we, we started as part as of part. (laughs) We started as part of Mobius works, which was an MSP. Um, I started as person number five in Mobius Works. Uh, over time, I was given a stake in the company um, because they didn't. They wanted to make sure that they kept me, and uh, that that uh, stake in the company grew over time. And then, it, in time, it it became time to part ways with. Um, excuse me. By then, my my sole business partner. And um, we went from five people to 25 people. Um, We did end up selling the MSP and we were a custom software development shop. And then, um, but, you know, so a lot of things happened in there. Um, And part of it was that relationship with ConnectWise to build Mobius Connect. And so um, Mobius Connect being how it started was always, has always been a ConnectWise focused product. And then, um, so it was a natural fit for us to build ticks to, to connect wise manage as well. 
Um, we also have done a number of other integrations that don't necessarily have our name on them as contract development projects uh, for other um, some some large uh, vendors in the space um, with manage. Um, but I like the MSP community and I'm not I'm, I'm certainly not don't want to entirely be wedded to to connect wise forever i'm not sure that's the best business move for me long term it's it should be supporting the msp community as a whole um but i do expect that we will have a our biggest presence with connect wise for for quite some time hmm. okay whoops wrong window <laughs> there we go Live video switching is an art. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> getting better at it, though. Except for when I make mistakes. That's worse. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you said that you think yours is the best. Is that a think or no? Your your financial connector is the best. Um, I'm throwing you under the bus there. Can you tell? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean, it's a matter of opinion, right? And you already said about opinions, and uh, every every everybody knows about opinions, and I have one. <laughs> um, and my opinion What's is that we're opinion the, or the other thing, both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, so yeah, my opinion is that it's the best. I think. If you look feature by feature and compare us with any of our competitors, uh, you will see that we line up really well. Um, I definitely have, you know, customers that say we're better than anything else that they've tried. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, I think it can't be disproven that we're the best. Of course, there will be people who have the opposite opinion. Um, but I, I don't think they're the in app. the majority. Well, the, the developer in the other app is definitely going to, yes. But no, I, I, they have some customers who I'm, I guarantee they have customers who say their app is better than ours, but um, we have customers who say the opposite. So that's fair. So what's your pricing like on Mobius Connect? So for the QuickBooks Online integration, it is currently $90 a month. Um, and that includes everything that we do. Everything all in, all in. Okay. And do you guys have like an, cause, cause finance is tricky, man. So is there like a integration <laughs> team me. or anything like that? Like, do you, do you have an onboarding person? How's this work? Yeah. Um, we provide support for, um, we provide support for the these functioning of the software. Um, there's a lot of work to setting this up. Uh, part of your ConnectWise Manage onboarding uh, should be should include setting up your GL mappings for your accounting system. Um, there's a lot of work to be done in that. Uh, that's something that we can provide some limited support for, but we don't. We're not consultants. Um, ConnectWise charges consulting fees to do that. Um, our largest competitor charges consulting and onboarding fees to do that. 
Um, we don't force you to pay an onboarding fee. We have documentation that is on our website that we're constantly working on improving. And if you can do the onboarding yourself with that documentation, then great. If not, we're happy to recommend a consultant that we've worked with in the past who will do the consulting time with you on what, you know, whatever their normal terms are. Normally it's an hourly thing, I believe. And, um, and help you work through that. Um, we're not consultants. We're software developers and I, I'm kind of happy staying in the software development space right now. Awesome. That's, that's fair. Have, have you considered like hiring someone to do onboarding though? I, right now, um, we would have to make an effort to sell that as its own thing. Uh, I don't see that being a full-time job with the amount of requests we get for it organically. Gotcha. Um, so then I have to do one of those, okay, minimum onboarding fee kind of thing when you sign up. And I don't, I don't want to strong arm people into buying things that they don't want. If you if you want to pay for onboarding, then you can. We'll, we'll give you options to pay for onboarding. Um, we we have relationships with consultants that we know do a great job. Um, why would we go and compete with them? They're they're doing a great job, so I'm just happy to recommend them. And it's it's good to have a relationship with with a company that complements yours because those guys are consultants. They're not application developers. Your application yeah. developers, not consultants. So there's, you know, as I, I think if we wanted to get all buzzwordy, there's some great synergy between your organizations. Uh, but we don't yep. have to go any further than that because that already made me cringe. Um, <laughs> all right. So again, Mobius Connect, fantastic sounding product. If somebody needs it for Autotask or Kaseya or another platform, <laughs> Fill out the form at, what is it, mobiusconnect.com, right? Yeah, I believe we have a contact form there. We also have a contact form on goesinto.com. Perfect. Right, Mobius-connect.com. So, good. Thank you. I'm, I'm afraid to... Is it bad that I'm, like, afraid to go to wrong domains anymore? Because God no, only you've been knows well trained. what we're going to see, man. God only knows yeah. what we're going to see. That's not a new thing. I mean, you know, how how long has whitehouse.com existed and if that's one that I think a lot of kids have probably accidentally visited and is not kid friendly. I got to say, I I've heard of the whitehouse.com thing. So I know exactly what you're talking about and it made me cringe, but I've never actually gone to whitehouse.com ever. I don't actually. I don't remember if I have either. I just, yeah. To be fair, I've never gone to whitehouse.gov either. So, (laughs) all right. So, so let's let's talk about some personal stuff. Um, And I am again going to throw you under a giant twenty-six wheel bus. You know, I I used to work for a company that. was was owned by the same person who owns Peter Pan bus lines. And one day 
he asked me, so, you know, if your boss got hit by a bus, would we be, you know, I was in the IT department. Would, would, would we be okay? Would we be going out of business or, or would we be able to, to survive that? And, and, you know, so I, I replied honestly, no, I, you know, I think we could, I think we could get through and, and pick up the pieces and, and carry it on. He doesn't have, he has a lot of knowledge about the thing, but we could, we could work it out. Um, but then I realized later, it, was he planning something? But it, I guess, I guess not because my boss never did get hit by a bus. So still alive and well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what what is this? Because suspenders? Is that what yeah. I'm seeing? So I think every time you and I have been on video, you've had those on. Yes. Did you ever did you ever watch that uh that Nickelodeon cartoon with Doug? Doug Funny? No. I don't know if you and I are the same age. You you seem like my age. Yeah, it could be mid thirties. Uh, well, I was recently. <laughs> I, I just I just turned forty this year. Okay, so there there's this cartoon on Nickelodeon called Doug. At least I think that's what it's called. And and Doug, like I I just remember this one episode where they like looked in everyone's closets, and everyone has like seven of the same outfit. Yep. So that's how I'm feeling these days. Is that you? Do you have like seven of the same outfit? Because I think you've worn the same thing every time. And I don't want to call you out for being a scrub where you've got like, you know, one one set of suspenders and one shirt <laughs> and you just haven't changed in a week because quarantine. Well, yeah, we're in quarantine. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife, Heather, tells me when I start to smell and then I take a shower and change my clothes. Oh, uh, what's boy. the problem? No, that's, that's I, I reasonable. I I I I started wearing suspenders several years ago. I like it better than wearing a belt. I don't pull up my pants all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I and I've kind of been standardizing my wardrobe. I wear the same cargo pants. I have they they. I think they look decent for cargo pants, so I'm kind of happy with that. Are they black like the suspenders? Um. Well, the ones I'm wearing today are gray. I do have black ones that are the same type. And then, so so when I want to look a little bit nicer, I wear the black ones. Otherwise, I wear the gray ones. So you're wearing gray pants and a gray shirt? Yes. I feel like that looks weird. Like, I can't pull that off. I have to have different mm-hmm. colored. Like, if I'm, you know, a suit is one thing. Yeah. But like the, the under, the you know, the button down yeah. shirt has to be a different color for me. Otherwise I just look weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, because you never get the two to match exactly the same and it kind of looks a little off. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems, it seems, I seem to be okay with this for some reason. Even if they um, did look the same, like they were the same color, same manufacturer or whatever. Uh, I feel like I would just look like one of those Nintendo me's, like those weird little blob people with the the fist for hand, like <laughs> no, it's it's like um, what do they call the one piece suit things? Oh, like a leotard? <laughs> yeah, what you're leotard. Of? Um, or like the the Star Trek out uniforms? Oh no, the, okay. are those two colors or are those all one? Yeah, I think those were like black pants and the like the black and gold shirt is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, or like the maroon yeah. and black. 
There yeah, was a lot of black, but they did have a, a splash of color. Yeah. But I guess usually when I'm going out to, to uh, visit people on business stuff, I have I do have the black pants on. So I guess I'm I'm not committing that uh, mortal uh, fashion sin. <laughs> That's good. But they're still I'm cargo just committing pants? the su- suspenders fashion sin and cargo pants fashion sin. So I'm Oh I, boy. I you have know, too much sus- too much stuff to carry. Uh, d- what was it? Uh, I can't remember carry? the guy's name. You've got a phone and a wallet, man. What else do you need? No, I, I have pens. I have a flashlight. <laughs> I have. Why well, do you have a flashlight? Hand sanitizer these days. Well, that's fair. I use this thing. I use this thing multiple times a day, every day. Um, I'll be in a restaurant. Somebody drops something under the table, and. I help them find it because I have a flashlight. Um, I also have a flashlight, Brian. It's on my phone. Yeah, but that one takes too long to use, and this one's brighter. Okay, so it takes too long to use. I don't buy because I have an iPhone, and iPhones are superior to those other phones, (laughs) right? So when I pull my phone out, I don't even have to unlock it. I just press the flashlight button, and pow, flashlight's on. So... Maybe you should just you get a race? better phone. You want to race? My phone's over there. I I keep it away from me on podcast <laughs> recordings because I'm very easily distracted. <laughs> and, you know, I've already got two computer screens with, you know, my mom's texting me. And because I've got the, uh, the Mac and an iPhone, like, so all my texts just yeah. appear. So I'm like, please leave me alone. I'm in a podcast recording. She's like, but it's important. I'm like, yeah. what could possibly be so important? She's like, I'm trying to figure out how to buy options. <laughs> so my mom, no. oh, my no. mom and I, so Brian, I think you and I probably talked about this a little bit the last time, our first attempt. So <laughs> thank you, pandemic and financial economic crisis. Uh, I've started buying stock. Um, and apparently my mom did too. And like, we didn't know it. And then once we found out, like, this is our new thing, like we hang out and, and talk about our stock together. So oh, that's cool. Um, and by hang out, I mean, just like text all day. She lives in Texas. I'm in Cleveland. Uh, we don't hang out, but, um, you gotta, you gotta upgrade to video calls with her. We, your mom we do we, your face. We FaceTime every now and then we, she doesn't miss FaceTime. my face. She doesn't. And you fruit uh, device users. <laughs> yeah, you know, these things happen. All right. So anyway, so so I started I you know, cause cause I have no idea what I'm doing as it is. I said to myself, you know what would be a great idea? Buying buying options, trading options. I don't even know uh-huh. the right term for it. I'm buying options. Like <laughs> it's like it's like if I lived in California, I'll have three marijuanas, please. Like <laughs> all right so so yeah she she's like i don't understand what this means but i know it's gonna go this direction and i want it i'm like i you gotta give me an hour she's like but it's gonna go up and i need to buy it now i'm like sorry yeah hey dow rises 100 points good news did it i i i I can't watch it regularly right now. It's just, I don't know. It seems like insanity to me. 
That's fair. So the problem that I have is I'll, um, I'll get on around like 945, 950, and I'll look and I'll be like, okay, who's the biggest movers for the day going up? And I'll uh-huh. try and figure out, okay, today, Novavax, NVAX, uh-huh. they're up $13.34, 54.08% right now, right now. How much higher are they going? Right. <laughs> so, do I buy some or not? Like, no, that's Steve. the game I'm playing. Buy low, sell high. Well, if they're already up. <laughs> right. But but my, my point is I try to figure out, are they going to continue to rise? And I've had yeah, some really yeah. great successes. I've had some really great failures. Um, like, I was up. 25% on Friday. My whole portfolio went up 25% Excellent. in a single day. And Excellent. yesterday, yesterday it was down 18% and today it's already down 3.38% and I'm just oh, so frustrated. So, yeah. but the Dow's <laughs> rising. Like so so now I'm I'm playing this new game of what can Steve buy and sell without <laughs> getting marked as a day trader on Robin hood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh they, boy. Want you, they want you to have like so much um, money in your, in your portfolio before, uh-huh. before they'll like be okay with day trading. It's really okay. Weird. So I don't, I don't what's that? It. How much is that? I think it's 25 grand. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair chunk of change. <laughs> yeah yeah i i could be wrong yeah um, no I, I, it's it's funny because that's the number that i expected you to say and just kind of out of nowhere i like oh yeah it's probably 25 grand yeah so and then and then like you know once you hit i think it's 2500 or something like that then you get to start using margin for your investing I don't know what that mm. is, Brian. But I want it. <laughs> Pretty um, sure it's a loan and it's a terrible idea. <laughs> well, it, if you know something where you guess right, it can be a way to make a lot of money. If you guess wrong, it can be a way to lose a lot of money. So do you do you dabble? Uh, not really. I did play with Robin Hood a little bit. Um when the big drop happened. Um, but I haven't been understanding what's been happening to the market since then. So I mm. haven't even bothered. Um, I, I, I don't understand what's happening just in general here. I, you know, I, when I, when I listen to scientists and epidemiologists, they're like, yeah, this is going to be really bad for, uh, you know, a couple of years and then I listen to the rest of the world and they're like, Oh yeah, everything's going to be back to normal in three months. And and I feel like the stock market's responding to that. Everything's going to be back to normal in three months. And I, I, I feel like it's got more falling to do. Um, now granted the, the feds putting a lot of money in there, propping it up. So maybe that's mm. the reason why it's not falling and it's not people being ir- irrational. Um, but you know, for myself, I'm just, I'm making sure that I'm ready for it to stay bad for a long period of time. Um, 
And then, you know, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully I'm wrong. I really want to be wrong. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the attitude I'm taking with this stuff. Well, the, the cool thing for you is like, you know, all of your clients are essential, you know? Yeah, but their clients aren't all. Right, but they're learning. You know, they, <clears throat> yeah. this this has been a big wake-up call for a lot of MSPs to where, oh, shoot, I need to get some more doctor's offices and, you know, whatever is essential in your area, right? Because Actually, you know, doctor's offices are hurting. Um, I keep hearing reports that hospitals are really hurting. Because they, they're not making enough money off of treating COVID patients to make up for all of the, um, non-essential surgeries that aren't happening that are big profit centers for them. So they're, they're getting a double whammy. They've got huge costs with COVID patients and they don't have the huge income that they normally get with elective surgeries. And so they're, they're really feeling a pinch right now. Well, it's okay though, because. Um, they get, you know, a few thousand dollars every time someone dies of COVID. So, you know, if, if you just had COVID and you happen to die, then they say your cause of death was COVID, which I think is why, you know, I, and I've got conspiracy theories all day long. Okay. So <laughs> there's plenty of those too. Um, I honestly don't know where I stand on any of this, Brian. I truly no idea. Um, I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I've got someone he's going to come back on and um, he's like a big conspiracy theorist MSP, but, but he's like, Oh man, I could talk about COVID all day long and, and all the, oh, you know, boy. he's one of those, like, I don't think we should be wearing masks and, uh, Oh, oh, it's, it's fantastic. I love talking about this kind of stuff, whether I agree with it or not. It's, it's so fun for me, not because I'm mocking them or anything. It's just so fun to hear what crazy people think. No, no, it's, it's not even that. Like, well, are they the crazy person or am I the crazy person? Yes. Okay. We're all, Uh, that's fair. We're all crazy. Um, yeah, ain't that the truth? No, I, I just, I just genuinely love having those conversations. If I could, if I could have conversations with Alex Jones every day, I would, man. That guy's a trip. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with what comes out of his mouth. I just think it would be fun to have conversations with that guy. <laughs> yeah, I can't even say anything really about Alex Jones because I only know him by reputation. I think I've heard some clips of some of the stuff he said, but I've never really listened to him. Um, I don't really listen to him either, but the couple of times he's been on like Joe Rogan's podcast, like, man, that uh-huh. guy is a riot. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and again, that's not me picking on him. I, I have no qualms with him as a person. I don't agree yeah. with his stances, but I don't, I don't think an opinion makes you a terrible person. I think no, being a terrible not. person is what makes you a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I mean, when I talk about stuff like this, I, I, I'm very careful to walk a fine line and not try not to get too deep into the political weeds because everything has gotten so politicized and it's just crazy. And, you know, let's just talk about, okay, here's the things that we know. And, 
then make decisions based on that. And, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to even, unfortunately, um, depending on who you're talking to, it can be hard to come to an agreement on what the even, what even the basic facts are, which is really, really insane to me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting world we live in, isn't it? It really is, man. What else did we talk about? I don't even know. I don't know. Um, I think I, I didn't tease you about the suspenders last time. It just no, hit me today. That's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I, I am comfortable in who, who I am as a person and I can take all the teasing you can shell out. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, I, I just do what works for me. Uh, it's comfortable. Um, I like, I like these shirts. So I bought a bunch of them <laughs> and there's only a couple of different shades of basically the same color because that's what I feel like works for me for, well, for this shirt, uh, when I have the logo embroidered on it, because I need to feature the brand. Right. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that works. I know last time I did get to, uh, brag about my, oldest daughter a little bit. We, um, my wife and I have four kids and, um, our, our oldest daughter is 19 and she, uh, has been working with us doing some marketing work and has been in some calls with Heather. Heather, my wife also works with me and goes into, um, and, <clears throat> So, th- so they were in some marketing calls with some other businesses in the MSP space, um, working together on, you know, learning how to improve on marketing. And, um, my daughter Faith kind of, I guess, said enough things that were smart enough that she impressed the other people on the call. So she's, she's in her first year of college, finishing up her first year of college. And she already has a, a real job right now. Uh, one of those, one of those people uh, hired her to do marketing for That's him. Awesome, man. Um, Good for you. Good for her. Full, full time or as much as she is available <laughs> when she's not doing schoolwork. Uh, so, so that I, I think that's great. You know, it's, I, I'm, I'm really proud that, um, she's, she's done, we, we, we've apparently done something right there <laughs> and, and she's starting to make a name for herself. So, yeah. So how old's your youngest? Uh, 13. Okay. Three girls and one boy, all teenagers. Oh boy. So we have, we have 14 and seven. Um, Okay. Now, now ours, uh, I, I think similar, similar to you, both of our kids are adopted. Okay. Not all. Um, no. Well, yeah. My two oldest are my wife's kids. Um, we just got married. Um, well, actually, we founded Gozinta and got married uh, within the same two month period. So that was interesting times. <laughs> um, but uh, we got married in 2018. And. Um, I had the two younger kids. She had the two older kids and they, her kids, their father hasn't been in the picture since they were little. And so, uh, one of the biggest honors of my life was, 
when we were getting married, they um, they chose to have me adopt them. And my son also took, um, well, they both took my last name and my son also took my name as his middle name. So, um, that was, that was again, the biggest, the biggest honor anybody can, can give you, uh, you know, when they're at the time 16 and 14, right. I think I got that right. Um, and saying, yes, um, you know, we know we don't, have to be adopted and we can just be stepkids, but yeah, we want you to be our father. Um, that was really cool. That is really cool. Uh, our kids, um, you know, Ulrich was, was young enough that he didn't know any better. Like as far as he's mm-hmm. concerned, Nikki is just mom. Um, right. You know, Genevieve, she, she still, sometimes explains to people like, Oh, we adopted her and that kind of stuff. But she's 14. So she's trying to be the, the hard ass teenager. And you, you know, you know how she, she like really cares and, and loves us and, and all that mushy yep. stuff. But you know, she, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody lied to me when, when I was first having kids, they lied oh, no. to me. They said, you know what? Um, it doesn't matter. You know, you have a, it's different boys and girls, you know, you, you have, a, you have boys and they're harder when they're younger, but then they're easier. You don't have to worry about them as much when they're teenagers and girls, they're easier when they're younger and they're, they're harder when they're teenagers. Uh, that hasn't been my experience. Obviously, I Jack, I wasn't around for Jack when he was young, but being a parent's just hard, and, and it doesn't get easier when they're teenagers. It's just hard. No, it, it really doesn't, man. Um, I think it might become easier once they're like an adult and out of the house. And I hope so. We're we're at that point. We're we're almost more like friends. Because yeah, we're we're still parents, we're lucky. and they and they still like, but but at that point, you know, we're all adults and they're on their own and aren't yeah. relying on us for financial stability ever again. In fact, I can't wait until like we're old and decrepit, <laughs> and our kids can wipe our asses. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're already we're already uh, getting them prepared for that. We remind them that they're going to have to take care of us someday, and uh, we're counting on them to take care of us. And, and actually, uh, we're already prepping Faith. We're, you know, hey Faith, if this goes into thing, just doesn't work out. Well, you've got a job now, so at least you can support us, right? <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I keep looking at this right here on my head. Um, oh. So, I don't. Is that? It looks like you got shot in the head with an arrow or something, and it healed. Yeah. So, I just kind of woke up and it was there yesterday, and I don't know if like I scratched myself or like maybe my wife punched me with her ring. Like I don't know what happened while I was asleep. It would not be the first time my wife's attacked me in her sleep. Which, <laughs> 
is a whole different conversation. Yeah, so, what, what does that say? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry for those of you that, that are just looking at this the whole time. I'm not going to put on makeup. Okay. It's just not going to happen. Steve, I didn't, I didn't notice until you pointed it out. Although through the camera, it looks like it's a crater. It looks like she took a ball peen hammer to your head. But. It's really, it's actually sticking out. Oh, okay. It, yeah. It's, it's like a scab. At this point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what, what, what caught my attention? Me? I had to say something. I'm sorry. What, what caught my attention was your shirt. It looks like you're ce- celebrating May the 4th all month. Oh, and, um, and, and especially because you've got Kylo Ren on there and one of my daughters has the biggest crush on him and the rest of us can't understand why. Adam Driver. Yes, there, there's um, there's a movie on. I don't remember if it's Netflix or Amazon Prime. Tell her to look it up. There's there's a uh, there's a couple new movies with Adam Driver in it that aren't Star Wars. I'll mention it, but she probably already knows about it. Um, although she 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 likes Star Wars. She she's watched the whole series a couple of times uh, in the last several months. Uh, I predating. Predating, predating the pandemic or when the pandemic was here anyway, but also during it. So yeah, she, she doesn't, she doesn't shy away from watching star Wars to see Adam driver. That's cool. So we actually just, I think we've spent, you know, the last couple months doing it, but we've slowly, but surely I had the kids watch from episode one all the way through episode nine in episodic order not release order yep and then now we're gonna the next movies i have them watch well actually we've been watching the matrix trilogy so we Uh watched the first and the second and i fell asleep and forgot there was like a sexy time scene in the second movie (laughs) and (laughs) so They don't show anything, but it is heavily implied. <laughs> I I can't count the number of times where I've done that. It's like, oh yeah, that movie's fine. They can watch that. And then, oh, geez, I forgot about this part of the movie. Yeah. How many of you guys have done That's that all right. once too many times? Our, our our job as parents is to scar our children for life, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, we're on the Matrix trilogy, and then once we finish this, then we'll go back, and I think we'll watch like Solo and a couple uh-huh. of the other like. I almost feel like they're spinoff movies. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And I told Ulrich like you can watch the Clone Wars cartoon. I don't whatever. I don't feel like I need <laughs> yeah. to watch that, but we can watch right. the other movies, and then we can watch the Mandalorian. I think that would be a good okay. one to watch. Um. And yeah. then after we just after did we the same this, I don't know what else to watch. Like, you know, we've watched the Harry Potter series probably four <laughs> times all the way through as a family. So I'm afraid to do that one again. Yeah. Um, what, what else? Do we no, watch? we just did the same. We just did the same thing with Star Wars. We we watched the entire series chronologically, inserting Solo into it. Uh, the ki- the kids kind of ran that whole thing. So we we watch one a night on whatever nights we were going to do it. Um, we, we start, the next thing we started is to do um, countries. So picking a country and doing a movie f- 
that takes place in that country or is related to that country. And then, um, and then ha- also having food from that country for dinner. Ooh. I like um, the way you think, sir. Oh, I can't take credit for that. I, I think that was Heather's brainchild, I, I think. Hey, Somebody you know, else in the family. It definitely wasn't me. What's hers is yours, right? <laughs> or is it what's yours yeah. is hers and what's hers is hers? I, I always, it, depend, yeah. it depends on the day, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Well, Brian, I, I, I steal her ideas plenty. So when I actually remember that it's her idea, I definitely need to give her credit because I don't remember often enough and think they're my ideas. And, uh, and then she reminds me. <laughs> That's fair. Which is, yeah, I, you know, credit, credit where credit is too, right? Hey, at least, at least you give her the credit, you know? Yeah. That's, that's I, love. That's true love. I, I couldn't do any of this without her and without the rest of my team. I mean, this <laughs> running a business is not a solo sport. It's a team effort. And, uh, you know, if I run around taking all the credit, that doesn't, that doesn't ring true to anybody else. And it doesn't make my team feel good. So, so what's, why would, why do that? And so I'm trying to remember to, um, give credit for people where the ideas came from. Um, I don't always get that right. <laughs> and I, I certainly take credit for other people's ideas because, well, it's bouncing around in my brain. I must have thought of it. <laughs> but I, I try to minimize it. Well, very good, man. Um, so I want to I wanna talk about some, some audio stuff with you for a minute. Oh, yeah, sure. So, so you and I are <laughs> both... We're trying out this Zencaster thing. This is my second time, so hopefully it doesn't get messed up. You obviously have a nice microphone. I feel like you have a great like set. You know what I mean? Because you know we we look in, and you've got just a really nice clean shelf behind you. You've got the logo. Um, you know you've you've got what is that? A, is that a chair behind you too? Oh yeah, it's actually a camp chair because I haven't really finished furnishing this office. Okay, I was like, is that a director's chair? Like, um, <laughs> no. So, but you know, you've you've got just it's a really clean, it's very bright, well lit. So I like what you've got going on there. Are you are you working on something? Like, are you working on doing some videos or podcasting? I have I I did a podcast very briefly and never really got any traction with it uh three or four years ago uh as part of Mobius Works. Um I still have that. I have the website. Um I don't see it be bubbling back up to the top of my priority list again soon. Um forever. Maybe forever. Um but you know, now we're in uh, the time of coronavirus. Actually, yeah, what we're when people get coronavirus, do they have the Rona or do they have the vid? It's definitely the Rona. Okay, I, I was saying the vid, but anyway, um, the Rona. So you know, I'm on I'm on a lot more <laughs> Zoom calls and 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 video podcasts and stuff and and working to meet people, which I should have been doing more of before this, but this is kind of 
given me the kick I need to 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 focus on that a little bit more. And so, yeah, I had the microphone and the stand and all of that from when I was doing podcasting previously. I have this great uh, audio in- interface that I love that I'm not currently using. Um, I, I like uh, this because it had, it's uh, iConnectivity. Okay. Um, but it was relative for, for a four input interface. It was relatively independent or inexpensive, but it will support four mics as separate inputs, as separate channels to the computer. So I, I, I really enjoyed working with this device. Um, and then, yeah, so being out there more during, in the time of plague, um, I have been working on, um, making, making things look better here. I have, um, I have a set of monitor stands. So I have two monitors here and then I have one here and my camera's in between them all. And then the top monitor stand is actually a triple monitor stand. And the two outside arms, I have LED lights mounted to, and those are shining down on me. So I'm well lit. And then I've, I have taken stuff and tried to spruce up the way the office looks but only the parts of it that you can see so far. <laughs> um, and fair. back in that corner that you can't see, I have a big stack of foam blocks that I need to paste to walls and ceiling to make sure I don't get have any echoes come through. Although I think this microphone's pretty good at not picking that up. I'm not. I'm not getting any echoes. It. It might. It might dry out the voice even more, though. Which I mean, the drier you can get the audio, the better in a studio environment that way we can, we can add all the wet we want after and post processing post processing. Ah, okay. So I don't add any reverb, um, Mm -hmm. to my stuff here, but you know, when I'm, when I'm recording, so I also do stuff with church. So when I'm recording that we use a lot of reverb and delay and other effects too. So, and then, oh, and I, I, since I just used it, uh, I also have, uh, I think I probably confuse people on Zoom calls because they always see me as unmuted, but I rigged up my system mic mute to one of the function keys on my keyboard, one of the, one of those extra keys that nobody ever uses along the top, uh, <laughs> so that I could hit a key and, and quickly mute and unmute my microphone system wide. That's smart. So I went into Zoom and in the preferences, you can make um, it's on a Mac. Command Shift A is the audio mute unmute, and you can make okay. that global. So even if so, if you're in a Zoom call, but maybe you're you're multitasking successfully, yeah. might I add, and <laughs> and Google Chrome is your primary window, you can still toggle with Command Shift A without having to switch back over to Zoom as your primary window. I'll have to look at that because, you know, sometimes you get into Zoom calls and then the host is like, oh, there's a lot of background noise. I can't tell who and they just mute everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I have to find the window and, uh, well, usually it's on my screen anyway um, and, and adjust that. But this has been working for now, and I've, I've liked it. Actually, I originally got it because I can leave it muted, and if you long press the button, it'll unmute only as long as you're holding the button, and then you release it and you go mute again. So nice. it's more of a push-to-talk kind of thing. Um, 
Although in practice, I haven't been using that. I've just been toggling it all the time. So I guess I could toggle Zoom just as well. Well, Brian, I really appreciate you coming here and doing this again. I'm sorry that we had to do it twice. But hey, now you can feel better because this was much more relaxed, much, you know, I yeah. think we did better. This was I, I always do. better. Right. I, I mean, well, they, they say that with everybody says that about everything, right? You, you, you write your first draft and then you kind of almost throw it away when you rewrite it for your second draft or you write your first, you write a program the first time and the first one's kind of a crappy prototype. And if you rewrite it, <laughs> then you do it. You, you learn from the mistakes you made the first time. And I think we learned from our mistakes the first time here and we did a better job. It'll be even better when we do it the third time. We we can get together again, but we're not doing this podcast for the third time, okay? But no, really, uh, anytime you want to come back. Anytime you want to okay. come back, you're always welcome. All right. Well, well thank I, you, Steve. I, I appreciate the invite. And uh, yeah, it's it's been fun talking to you. I think I, I said this last time. I didn't say it this time. But you know, I, I've listened to some of your other episodes since... Uh, since since you invited me, um, and now your podcast is in my normal rotation, and uh, I, I enjoy listening to you because you you just sound like the guy who's everybody's friend, and you, you sound, you're an easy to you're an easy to chat with guy. I appreciate I like that. It. Thank you. I I do. I appreciate that. So um, yeah, thanks for thanks for hopping on here, Brian. Uh, guys like subscribe thumbs up you know all that good stuff on youtube facebook linkedin wherever you're seeing this um check out tixt.us us and mobius-connect.com or you can also yep. check out gozinta the logos uh on the back of his wall there g o z y n t a .com dot .com uh go to those check them out uh, all you Autotask users, flood their emails <laughs> and let them know how desperately you want the the text-to-ticket uh, email connector, whatever you want to call it, for Autotask. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> See you all. Thank you. Have a good day.